Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Captain's Quarter. I am your host, Captain Ash, also known as Crispy here on the internet. And with me today, we have the, I don't even know what selector anymore, 11th place finisher of Arcana <laughs> and the American Frontier. We have Athena. Hey, thanks for having me. You're so welcome. And I never actually talked to Athena and because you were, you know, you played in Arcana 7 where I didn't do exit interviews, but obviously hmm. we didn't get to talk is, as Bo in Arcana 2, I think. Uh, and, and Cassandra in 3, come to think of it. Yeah, yeah, I do. I remember uh, the interview very clearly in season so, 3. I'm glad that I've gotten able to knock out each of your rep your representatives in, uh, in Arcana because I don't think I'm missing anybody. Oh yeah, um, you didn't play someone my... six, did you? So yeah, you're, I think you're. No, yeah, this is my fifth time playing, but only my uh, third character because I've right. played both all stars now. So there we go. I've had the pleasure of talking to each uh, Nick iteration. So <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I feel like this one might be my favorite uh, iteration. Definitely your most successful, uh, to say the <laughs> yeah, least. Well, con yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess I made it past the first round of the merge, so right. <laughs> it's. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I came into this one with just a different mindset, too. Not that I wasn't playing to win, but that I was more playing um, just how I like to play and have fun and be aggressive. And right. I knew it, like the style I was playing wasn't uh, really indicative of uh, making it to the end very easily, but uh, yeah, I we'll thought it was <laughs> fun. <laughs> Because it was especially interesting just because, you know, you, you and All-Star Games generally don't have a, a – like, you generally don't do very well just because in other games you have kind of, like, your own persona where people just kind of know, like, oh, we've got to watch out for him, and sometimes it just doesn't really, you know, work out as you get further into the game. Yeah, I mean, you you heard Lincoln's – or, well, I mean, you did Lincoln's interview. I listened <laughs> right. to it. Um, he basically was saying, like, the whole time that – it's such like a bad decision to make it to the like take me even to the merge, which I think is a little crazy because it's like there's no way I'm going to somehow win a challenge or just like steamroll my way to the end. But yeah, I mean, coming in as a player that's had success in the community and I don't have alias to sort of disguise myself behind, it's definitely an uphill battle, I feel like, from day one, which I mean, other people have. Um, different challenges like I do feel like I played enough where I know most people or a lot of people going into all-star games so I mean I have you know that part of it where some people just don't know very many people in the community and they have their own uphill battle so I don't want to say it's like right. automatically that much harder for me because people have different um, oh, challenges yeah, they sure. have to face but uh, yeah it is uh all-star games aren't necessarily very easy for me to have a chance at winning yeah so. And, I mean, obviously, you know, 11th place is still pretty decent considering, you know, like you said, your previous, even just Arcana showings. I, I'm not sure. I think 11th might have matched your best. I don't remember exactly. Yeah, uh, I got 11th last season, actually, as Athena. And there's a right. lot of parallels with two voting items taking me out in both seasons. And, obviously, I lasted a lot more rounds here and uh, made my mark a lot more because I was more invested here. But, yeah, I tied my... Um, best placement but by far the most rounds and most success in terms oh for of sure and yeah like you said play. i mean you, you made it past the first round of the merge for the first time. <laughs> yeah yeah it's not that high of a bar to have the best arcana performance for me something right. about the series is just cursed with items and uh, bad luck for me oh yeah and i mean like like you saw even your elimination here like it wouldn't have happened if it weren't for you know vote no and the uh the gravedigger usage yeah, that and then last season I was there was a vote steal and a double vote to get me out, and then season three I was idled out at the merge. So like three of my five Arcana uh, eliminations have been from the majority due to either one or two items being played. So right. I feel like Carrie just really doesn't like me and wants to rig me out every time I play. But it's so you say that <laughs> but we even gave you an idol, you know? No, yeah, exactly. In the auction. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't say my luck is that bad when, like, there was 12 items and the one I bid on just happened to be an idol. <laughs> right. No. Okay. Obviously kidding. We don't rig. Just going to put that out oh, there. Yeah. yeah no, I'm... Uh, and, yeah, no, obviously. Uh, Especially the hosting not team. No offense. Yeah, yeah, I mean... <laughs> I mean, I don't feel like I would be rigged out even if <laughs> somebody was going right. to get rigged out. But, no, uh, hosting team here is very good. One of my favorites, if not 
very favorite hosting team. And um, I mean, you know, coming into Arcana too, that that I don't think there's too many items, but you know that there's um, twists and items in play. It's not like it was a surprise coming into it or anything. And, you know, you kind of have to play around it. Right. And you kind of know what to expect with Arcana a little bit. Not that you, you're expecting to not expect things for the most part. Yeah. You're expecting, you know, there's their items. There's going to be a pretty big twist. There's going to be a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, and I even told people, like, we'll get into it more, but during my elimination, I was like, there's there's probably a voting uh, power on the other side. That's why they um, brought Nyx back from the dead. They probably have a power. They probably have Billy on their side, and um, either me or Hesia are going home here. I was like, Great. I mean, just, like, counting the boxes and what um, was unaccounted for, I was like, there's, in, in auctions in Arcana history, there's usually a double vote or a vote nullifier, something along those lines, so... I was expecting it, and I mean, had I had something myself to and around it, I could have because it's it's not like they're just throwing tool and powers out of uh, nowhere and they're un unable to play around. It was just I didn't have really anything to do. So right. Well, again, you you did use your idol, you know, the round prior in saving Frida, which was a big move in and of itself. But I guess that would have been pretty nice to have for this round. Uh, yes and no. I mean, oh, well, y yes, it would have been nice right. to have it. But when I played it, in addition to just loving um, Frida as a person and an ally in this game, but if I was going to make it to the end, I needed to have a um, majority at Final Eleven here. And playing that idol on Frida secured her as an ally. And I mean, I was in a majority of six and a half with Billy just kind of doing whatever Billy does. I was, it was the move that maximized my chance and my only way to get to the end was securing the majority there and making sure two people from uh, that weren't in my alliance went home, which is why I mean, Valen went home with it. So, I mean, yeah, it would have maybe saved me a couple more rounds. I wasn't going to make it to the end if Frida went home either. So I feel like it was the move that just maximized my very, very narrow path and made it like just very possibly navigated right uh, able to navigate it and so it's like uh, i don't know i would have done it anyways just because i actually this was the first time i think i've ever um played an idol on an ally and not on myself and if people know me i've had like a dozen idols before right um, so but i yeah i mean frida was just i wanted her to succeed in this game anyways and it was it was mostly head and strategic and um the numbers but also um i really right, liked yeah, there was frida. a reason to do it it wasn't <laughs> just to save frida yeah and i like i mean i knew that um it's sort of like balancing what is an ally worth versus an idol later on and like securing frida and having her vote and number on my side multiple rounds after is i thought was better off too than just having an idol that could save me at uh, one tribal council because then you know if frida goes home and and we're back at you know even numbers here probably because uh, Billy still would have flipped, so um, it would have been my alliance would have been in trouble anyways, even if I was able to idle somebody out during my boot episode. Right. So yeah, and in a way, like even with I would say everybody eliminated before you except for maybe Geneva, and even then that's a bit up in the air. Was kind of ideal, like for you specifically, as far as you oh. Yeah, like, uh, you know, pre starting from pretty much the very beginning of the game, I got my exact way, which, I mean, probably, I don't, I don't know, people don't always like to see me steamroll a game or get my way every time, but um, the Octavia boot was, was great for me, um, and, like, I, I basically just forced Link into do it, and it was a game of chicken, and I knew he'd chicken out. Um, so <laughs> that worked okay. out. And then, um, well, I mean, in addition, Octavia was inactive until we lost the challenge. And then suddenly she was very chatty after that. But, um, and Joseph, I set up, um, the Joseph boot to set up the alpha. I was really close with Artemis at the time. So voting Joseph, I had already put the plan in motion for me Hestia, Artemis, and Waverly to flip on and uh, vote out Alfie the next round. Right. And so, like, I set up the Joseph boot just so we'd have the numbers to get the Alfie boot. And so they went out back to back. Um, obviously, the Mateo boot, it was ended up being me versus him, but I went there knowing I had the numbers. Yeah, um, exactly. So I, <laughs> I mean, you went there with the specific goal of, like, oh, yeah, here's a group of us. We're going to go vote him out. 
Yeah, exactly. Which I don't, I mean, it's baffling to me that they just didn't think or that they think I would go to a tribe that was all um, Sundance people previously without having a plan in motion. And they just thought right. it was a good idea to vote me. But um, <laughs> then, yeah, Lincoln, um, Lincoln, I was, I mean, I would have liked to keep him maybe a couple rounds just because nobody really wanted to work with him at all. Um, but Waverly was like, I don't know, something I don't want to get into their beef or whatever, but Waverly was very adamant about not wanting to be on a tribe with Lincoln. Um, so she was hardcore pushing that. And like Lincoln obviously wasn't in my alliance. Like I came into that merge with an alliance of five, um, mostly because we were sort of put into that box um, by the other side and saying we we're so close. And it's like, you know, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy of, you keep saying these people are close. They're kind of put into a corner, back into a corner right, and right. don't have anywhere to go. Um, then link, I mean, Lincoln going was completely fine for me. Geneva was actually my ideal boot that round um, because, and it's more or less what she alluded to in her, um, her exit interview was she was good with both sides. And that was dangerous for me because I knew she'd be able to um, flip it on me at some point. Um, and so I was eliminating sort of the variables at that point while still making sure people not in my alliance were, were going home. So, I mean, and it managed to work. We got down to, until my boot, five of the final 11 when we had five of the final 16. Um, right, yeah, exactly. Nata Italia know, yeah, was... The Natalia boot, we definitely need to just, like, take a step back here because... Uh, yeah, that was, that was a big one. <laughs> yeah, that one was a, a major round because it was still wild to watch that last hour happen in that group <laughs> chat where you're just like, hey guys, can we like not vote Hestia out? And my problem with the game was so much of it wasn't about saving Hestia this whole time because I had to, you know, the Octavia boot was basically saving Hestia as the other option. The um, There are so many times where Hestia, I had to like um, get the votes off Hestia, but it wasn't right. to me that I was necessarily that close to Hestia. It was that I wanted the other boot to go home that badly. Right, exactly. Um, but yeah, the Natalia vote, it's like, it's funny because Lily and Valen, like, they did not tell me that they were voting Hestia, but uh, I, I knew that they were. I could just read it. Like, I asked them what they'd heard, and they said Waverly and Natalia. And I was like, for one, Valencia's telling me that she's already made her parchment for Hestia. So I already knew that that side was voting Hestia. I was like, do you really expect me to believe that the other side aren't going to approach the people in the middle for their votes? So when they like left out that Hestia was even an option, I was like, okay, they're probably just voting Hestia and don't want me to like flip this vote back onto uh, Natalia. Right. And so like, I basically like called them out in our Alliance chat, which I mean, I made that chat as, I was going to be fairly loyal to that until Billy started being sketchy, but that's, I mean, that's not super relevant, but I basically was like, what are we, what are we doing here, guys? Like it's 45 minutes till the vote and you guys aren't like talking to me. Valen says, I think I'm voting Hestia. Billy comes on board, yada, yada. And the thing is, is like to some degree voting Hestia made a lot of sense for them. Um, you know, that we were, getting closer as an alliance of five. Uh, I don't think we came into the merge that locked in until people started being like, oh, this poncho group is so tight. And it's like, okay, well, now we kind of have to vote together. But um, so, I mean, breaking up that group does, did make sense. But the round before, um, Waverly and Natalia were wanting Billy out. Um, or like, at least Natalia voted Billy um, as like a throwaway vote, I think. And also Valencia is telling me that in, uh, that she wants Valen out and she was the one that put her foot down um, at the Valen pre-jury vote. And so I just basically tell them, I'm like, yeah, they're a group that is bigger than like the group you're worried about and three of the people on that side like want you guys out. So how does this make sense? They go back and forth and eventually with like 15 minutes to the deadline, they flip back. Um, Frida the whole time was telling me that she preferred uh, Natalia to go, but that she was always going to vote with Valen and Billy. Um, and so, I mean, Frida, it was less about con convincing Frida than it was Valen and Billy. And I feel once I got Valen, right. um, 
um, Billy just followed in, and yeah, that all like went down. Forty-five minutes or like, I mean, up until like ten minutes was when they finally were like, "Okay, we voted Natalia." So that was a yeah, that was a pretty crazy round in one. I mean, one that was not to toot my own horn too much, but pretty uh, impressive to get that done because that was absolutely the ideal outcome for me and it would not have been great for Hestia to go home in terms of my game there. Right, for sure. And obviously, you know, it sets you up for, like you said, you're getting closer and closer to having the numbers that you need to be able to keep you safe for the long term. Because obviously Hestia going certainly wasn't going to help that. And I knew at that point, Thea and I both had idols. I mean, nobody knew about my idol because I was a selfish little uh, bastard that didn't tell right. anybody, even after Thea told me about hers. Um, uh, like, yeah, I knew our side had two idols. So, like, if we got to final 10 or final 11, we'd have a shot idol correctly and then, you know, m get the numbers. And I was not planning on going to the end with that poncho group. My ideal plan was, okay, so who would have gone home? I guess Valencia during my boot. Then Israel would have been, I mean, I get it's a double boot now. So this was, I mean, it's kind of a little bit moot. But my plan was to go, like, Valencia, then Israel and then flip on Hestia and Iris. Okay. Any particular reason as, as to why? Well, I mean, Hestia was never going to go to the end with me. Basically, her whole time, she's, like, sort of pushing for Valencia to go home because she wants a move that's hers, and she feels like she was so much in my shadows the whole time. Like, I didn't trust her to get down to, like, if we got to final seven, like, I would rather make the move at final nine then be wait for the move to be made on me. Um, right. Iris is sort of the same way. Like I love Matthew as a person, but Iris is a pretty selfish <laughs> um, player once it gets down to the end game. Like she's loyal to her group, but she absolutely would have flipped on me in my opinion um, towards the end game. And those two are super tight and wouldn't flip on each other. I had a better relationship with Yasmin and Thea. Or, um, so like, uh, I just felt like Hesty and Iris were um, the ones, plus, um, I mean, Billy and Hestia didn't really get along super well. Right, so you feel like for you, not, not only would it have made sense as far as, like, you just kind of getting ahead of them as far as if they flip on you, but it's also still you setting yourself up with people who you're still allies with. Yeah, like, I would have made the move, um, I would have tried to make it with Aya and Yasmin and Frida um, using Billy, so that would have been, like, the five at nine um, to take out Flip and like Billy absolutely wouldn't have needed convincing to break up Iris and Hestia. It would have been like Thea and Yasmin, and I think they could have seen the. Uh, I could have convinced them, but right. I, I mean, I don't know how close they were. They might have been even closer to Hestia and, and uh, Iris than me. So, but that would have been my game plan was to still um, just constantly be getting out people that before they could get me out and you know Hestia and Iris were also if Valencia and Israel went out the other side of it then Hestia and Iris are my biggest challenge threats um left in the game and I knew like if I was going to get to the end I'd probably have to win final five and final four immunity right right and so it's like if Israel Valencia Hestia and Iris are out of the game I like my chances a lot against Billy Frida Waverly Sierra Thea and Yasmin. Yeah, which I feel like so, that's pretty. Although, I don't know, Thea did just win this last immunity. So, oh, yeah, she smoked it too by like nine minutes over yeah. second place. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I was more thinking like the end game challenges. Because, yeah. Um, yeah, like nobody's going to willingly sit next to me at the end in this game when I had like basically dictated the outcome of the entire merge up right. until and my And even because we, we didn't even get to, to the Zeph and Valen vote where you're the one who, I think you're the one who suggested to do the split, right? Yeah, so it was, yeah, it was my complete plan. So first, yeah, the being the selfish guy I am, or gal, I guess, um, with Athena, but uh, I tried to get Thea to play her idol on Frida, because I hadn't told her about mine at this point, and I was trying right, to yeah. save mine. I was like, I think Frida's getting the votes, like, and Theo wasn't um, really convinced necessarily that she was, um, and it was like less than an hour till the uh, deadline, too, and I was like, back and forth. I was like, I can't really have free to go here. And I was pretty confident she was getting the votes. Nobody really like, I mean, I couldn't trust anybody on the other side. Um, and I knew that especially in a double like vote where we each only get one vote, but it's two people going home. 
And so then I was like, I went to uh, Thea actually before Frida. And I was like, okay, I have an idol. I'm playing it on Frida. And I was like, I think they're all going to pile their votes on to Frida. And um, if we split on Israel and um, Zeph, then uh, we could get two people from the opposing alliance. And then we have the numbers moving forward and we can kind of just dominate this game. Um, then I went to Frida and gave her this long spiel about uh, needing to talk to God and pray for an <laughs> idol. And then I came back like 10 minutes later and I was like, he heard our prayers. <laughs> and um, I basically told Frida that I was going to idol her. And, um, and yeah, then I started putting the motion. I went to Hestia, who was like the hardest one to convince, even though she was immune. But like I said, she feels like to some degree that she's been in my shadows the whole time and I've been getting my ideal boots. And so she was the hardest one to convince um, in terms of not necessarily about the plan, but to which two people I wanted to idle out or try to idle out. Um, she really wanted Valencia to go, but Valencia was like my person that I was getting the most info from on the other side. And I think to some degree was protecting me when my name came up. Um, and so I didn't want Valencia to go at this point, especially like, right. I, I, I mean, obviously I had not that many qualms about voting Valencia the next round, but like a move that's like seen as my move with like the big idol play, um, I'm going to get out people that I don't trust in this game. Like, I'm not going to like kind of cave on that move of all, like of all the votes. I was like, if you want to yeah, vote exactly. out Valencia next, I'm fine with that, but like this this round kind of if I'm making this like huge move, especially because yeah, like you want to be the one to you want your ideal boot if it's your move. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so yeah, that was basically kind of another round that happened very late in the merge or late into the round. And yeah, my I wanted even I wanted Zeph out more than Israel to be honest, even though I didn't like Israel at all, just because Zeph likes Sierra, and I've been trying to tell my alliance the entire game that Sierra's gonna win. But Zeph was kind right. of the same level of, despite being a winner, um, more under the radar, um, at least type of, like, just the way he was playing. And I was like, right, yeah. nobody, nobody has Zeph on their radar. Like, they're going to keep skating by while Valencia and Israel are the targets and you're going to get to the end game. And those people are going to be a lot, like, more likely to get chosen to sit next to. And so yeah. my goal was to get out Sierra and Zeph. Sierra was immune that round. So, um, and that was more than fine. Clear. Yeah, I was more than fine getting uh, Israel out as well. Obviously, I didn't know he had an idol, but uh, yeah. And then right. the the revote, I was like, I didn't really care at that point. Uh, right at that point, was, I guess was, they, they, I think everybody in your alliance is talking about just just getting Valen out, just to kind of cut the cord. And also, because I think the other side was just saying that too, right? Yeah, they wanted Valen, and um, I was like, the Frida. We couldn't have even done it really without. Um, Rita, I guess we could have used Valencia or used Valen himself to get out Valencia um, and excluded Frida, but we I had just worked to get her like to be an ally for us. So then immediately voting differently the next round when she didn't want to do Valencia didn't make sense. So we all just kind of landed on Valen because he wasn't super close with anybody. Right. And obviously, you know, that worked out and it, it could have worked out better if it wasn't for some voting items. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it is what it is. We can't expect to have everything on our side. But, yeah, exactly. Uh, we kind of, I mean, I don't, it wasn't luck because Sierra told um, that Yasmin was getting a throwaway vote. Um, and so I did not plan for that when I was making, <laughs> making this big split vote plan. But um, yeah, Thea came in clutch to idle out right. the one Yasmin vote. Yeah, because that would have been. Almost, I don't know. I guess not quite as not to someone going in a, in a put up, whatever revo. But one well, they, I mean, that would have been a win for the other side, oh, of course, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Getting it to out. be like one of each. <laughs> exactly. But it does bring us because we basically walked through like your entire game, and we haven't even gotten to talk <laughs> about what I think are two of some of your most interesting relationships in the game. One of which being the one with Valencia, because you guys oh, yeah. had like yeah. a, kind of a weird like back. Like you were very clearly on opposite sides, but at the same time, like mm -hmm. you were kind of like trying to not give information necessarily but like at least kind of loop each other into the point where you can kind of give enough info to know what's vaguely going on yeah our agreement i guess you could call it that i mean for one we were just we got along despite being on different sides um and like knowing we were going to be on different sides at the merge we got along on like a social level and we always sort of just had this 
idea that once the game became more fluid, so like in my um, sort of plans before it became me versus her at my boot, was like after I flipped to get Hestia out, I'd have Valencia on my side and we'd have, you know, our uh, secondary and tertiary relationships and we'd be able to just have all this different info and people wouldn't necessarily suspect that we were that close. I mean, I was pretty open with my alliance that like Valencia was um, like, I had a good relationship with her, but uh, not necessarily one where it's like, I really wanted to work with her, which was the case. But yeah, we kind of just had this agreement to semi protect each other uh, slash when the moment came, we were very willing to work with each other once the game opened up, but it just never did while I was still in the game. Right. And that brings us to one of your other relationships that I just find kind of hilarious at this point is one with Billy. Because oh my God. I, I know from Expedition, you guys definitely didn't quite get along so, so hot. And hmm. coming to this, I wasn't sure what to expect, but during that Sundance round where you guys used to save Thea, I mean, you actively work, not only just work with Billy, but like have an alliance chat with her that carries over to the merge. Yeah, like, I mean, I... Billy means well for the most part. Like, she's very much rubs a lot of people the wrong way. I mean, you saw her majority rules answers where she got, you know, most annoying, biggest go, least deserving, whatever, all these bad awards. So it's like, she's just can be very grating for people. And I think it's much easier to deal with it in open ID when you know that it's just Peter not meaning to be <laughs> necessarily annoying. And it's just kind of how he comes across at times. Um, so I'm like, I mean, Warriors 15, I worked with him fairly well, despite being um, annoyed by him there. Uh, we obviously did not click in an expedition. And then coming into this, like, I mean, I uh, was basically very fine working with him. He was more upset with me than uh, I was of him from Expedition. So right. uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, we immediately got to working together to you know, save Thea that round. And then we're relatively working together. I mean, he was more of the with Frida and Valen in the middle than necessarily on my side, but he still voted with us for whatever six straight or five straight boots before that. So yeah, but Billy is just I don't understand that that woman whatsoever and right. gets so upset about people saying she doesn't deserve to be in the game. She's so annoying or the biggest goat while like actively making dumb decisions and being unlikable. So it's like, I don't, I don't, I'm, I don't get what her plan is. It's like she admits that she makes these dumb moves, like flipping back at the last minute to vote out Natalia. She's like, that was a dumb move. And then she gets mad when people call her a goat because she makes dumb moves. Right. Well, yeah, I guess it depends. I mean, I definitely would understand being upset in the situation. But like you said, you kind of have to take some action to prevent, you know, to get ahead of it, to get ahead of the negativity. Yeah, it's like, I mean, orgs are hard. Like, I, it's not like everybody, you're just going to automatically have success. And But it's like, it's not that hard to avoid being a goat, in my opinion. Right. Like, you can just like just don't be so passive and when if you do make an aggressive move like don't make a dumb one <laughs> and i'm not necessarily saying her move to flip on me was dumb but it was very short-sighted in my opinion because um of all the people like i was one coming after billy least like hesty and iris hated her everybody on the other side besides maybe valencia hated her and um it's just like I feel like she just was so in her head about being a goat that she had to make this huge move to flip and, and get me out um, despite me being like a huge shield and not somebody that's actually a threat to her game compared to others. But, you know, it is it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, like you said, exactly. And you never know, maybe she'll come here soon and be able to explain why she chose to do it. And if not, then you'll be able to ask her come FTC. Yeah, I mean, it's like... To some degree, it's like she could never sit next to me at the end. It's like, I get that because one, I already like basically outplayed her getting her to flip to get out Natalia. Um, like all this, like I get not wanting to go to the end with me. I think compared to other people that actively wanted her out, it, it just didn't make sense, especially when I'm going to constantly be somebody getting votes. And I mean, maybe she just had these great relationships with everybody else that I didn't know about, but I feel like she just gets so insecure about 
uh, majority rules answers every single game she plays that she just makes the I guess this does bring us into a, a good segue for talking about who you feel like is actually like playing one of the best games and you feel like is ultimately going to be able to pull this one out. Um, ooh. So I would say Sarah, I think, is playing the best game. And I've told people that basically the entire merge. Like, I was constantly trying to get Sierra out, and it would be like Yasmin and Thea and Hestia, like, talking about how much they like Sierra. Uh, uh, like everybody free to like Sierra everybody likes Sierra she's not doing anything whatsoever strategically but people for some reason just eat up her yes man active like agreeing with every single thing you say and like she's just got them all misted completely um, so I think she's positioned very well to make it to the end I would never vote for her uh, well okay I shouldn't say never but I'm she's not high on my priority because I don't think she's done very much strategically whatsoever um, and I just wasn't close with her because I thought she was super fake just agreeing with everything she said but like I mean she has a lot of jury votes so if she makes the end she probably beats almost anybody in the game. Well who do you say is on the top of your list uh, like about who who do you think is playing like the most strategically actively and stuff like that? Like someone who you'd want to Well that's, that's kind of hard because I feel like I was very much the proactive aggressive strategist from my alliance um i think thea is playing an underrated strategic game i would say i don't i would have to hear more of the dynamics from the other side but they basically didn't control anything until they used a bunch of items to get me out um i'd like to think that it's probably israel and valencia leading that side to some degree billy and Friedar played fairly well um, strategically positioning themselves in the middle, but then they started pissing everybody off because they were wishy-washy in their own head and flipped back and, like, on the Natalia vote, I think just rubbed a ton of people the wrong way with what they were doing. Right, um, right. Uh, yeah, I'd say probably Thea, Yasmin, and for the leader of the other side is are probably playing the best strategic games. Well, I don't even know if there is what the other side is doing because they didn't do anything for the first five or six votes. So um, I don't think anybody's really impressing me to be quite honest strategically at this point. But now that I'm gone, people are going to have to start somebody's going to control what happens at these different tribal councils. Right. I mean, and there's a lot of tribal councils left. We're at final 10. Yeah. Red round, whatever, 14 and still got like seven yeah. more to get through. So <laughs> okay, we're going to be seeing three people here, here in the next 24 or 48 hours i think which is gonna be wild yeah and this yeah this round the splits are make very fun with how the tribal councils broke down right well how do you, how are you thinking it's gonna pan out i should be able to get this interview up before those tribals happen so hopefully or, or you can get it out after and make me look like an idiot when it's completely or that. wrong either way. Uh, i mean on the surface level it looks like israel and yasmin are in trouble okay. i mean i I don't know because Frida was really only connected to this my side through me um, is what my perception was. Everybody else didn't really get that much info from her, but um, I could see Hestia, Iris, and Frida sticking together depending on what the fallout with Billy was after I was gone. I, otherwise, Iris could be very much in trouble um, at that tribal. So I would say it's probably between Iris and uh, Israel there. And then the other one with Thea Immune, um, Sierra, Valencia, and Waverly could stick together who have all voted together. But I know Sierra, is, or Sierra Yasmin, and Thea all have a good relationship as well. Um, so that, that tribal council, I feel like, is the more exciting one. Um, I could really see any of them them going because Sierra is just this person that apparently has great relationships with every single person so she's gonna have to who she keeps claiming she's not close to valencia and israel on that side so she can either you know she's gonna have to make her decision on who she's actually close with at that tribal so that one's gonna be pretty exciting yeah i mean i definitely agree i could honestly see it being waverly just as somebody that's not as active socially and i know for a fact valencia yasmin and thea have a good relationship with sierra I have no idea what wave releases with Sierra personally. But. Right. Well, you know, we'll see in the next 24 hours.
Yeah, Valencia was talking about trying to get Waverly out like pre-merge, so I don't think they're necessarily <laughs> best friends either, but they've voted together, so we'll see. The, right, exactly. the way it shook out is like it like was probably as exciting of a breakdown results. Like this is the most probably exciting if I were to draw it up the outcome. All right. Well, again, we'll we'll see shortly enough. There is one more topic. Well, so the penultimate topic I wanted to talk about, at least second to last, whatever that means. So, because okay. we're we're already running at about time, but I felt like this was pretty important because this really kind of this involved a lot of the pre-merge and then even some of the early merge, where this side-by-side dynamic between you, Hestia, Iris, and Yasmin for the most part, versus Israel, Valencia, Zeph, and I guess to a degree. So, I think you might have been the first one to use the term Israelites when referring oh, to Oh, I was Israelites like probably men. the first, and I don't know if anybody, if it really caught you on. You weren't the but... only one. <laughs> okay, like, yeah, I was, right gonna, I was gonna say, I, yeah, I, I just thought it was for one, it's easier than just being like having to list out five people right, of course, um, yeah, in an yeah. alliance. And like, I knew it would absolutely get under Israel's skin and like complained about it to everyone, which I just thought was hilarious. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, th- I thought it was an easy term to say, like, and everybody knew who I was talking about if I said the Israelites, like it's the Israel people that are voting with Israel every time. And, and so... Um, yeah, yeah it was, it's a funny phrase and just an easier way to address that. Oh, yeah, I'm not making fun of the phrase. I'm just, you know, I'm just <laughs> trying to to get the moniker down. And so you guys obviously had that rivalry ever since probably that, like, posting challenge from ages ago. where uh, Yeah, where he was a little Cassidy crybaby. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, well, again, you guys definitely, because you were butting heads in the main chat when, like, a, you know, a closed communication game. So, which well, it was it was actually out. less me. I didn't even post in the public chat there um, very much. It was right. I mean, Iris kind of egged them on a little bit, and they were just like complaining despite it. I I, I don't want to rehash that too much, but yeah, they had but over fifty percent of the posts, and they still lost. So clearly, they were doing something wrong. But I want to get some info from your perspective as far as to why that division occurred in the first place, and if it could have been avoided, basically. Um, I don't, well, see, part of it was just the way the tribes broke down. Like me, Hestia and Yasmin started on a tribe. Israel came over as a lone ranger. We worked together to get out Octavia and we flipped. Iris came over. Yeah. Yeah. We are sorry. Yeah. Iris came over. Then we swapped. And I think me, Hestia and Iris were on a tribe together still. So it's like those three were together. Then the next swap, I was the lone ranger, I believe. And then the final pre-merge one all four of us were together so like part of it just broke down to where we were always going to kind of be one side just because we were constantly together in the pre-merge but yeah part of it just started from that challenge where um the entire Cassidy tribe were just being completely annoying when like I was the one being like yeah both tribes were idiotic and let the tribe with 20 percent of the posts win the challenge um clearly both of us were at fault so that was part of it I just rubbed me the wrong way Part of it was people talking about Israel once again spreading pregame rumors and telling people to watch out for all these rustic people and blah, 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 despite him doing the same thing in Nine Worlds and pissing a bunch of people off. I just, so you were under the impression that he like he actually was and that it wasn't just like people doing whatever. I mean, I think it was very much exaggerated. Uh, I don't think it was fabricated out of, out of nowhere because I was hearing it from like four or five different people. Um, but I think people definitely used um, that rivalry and I like made it clear that I didn't like Israel. Um, and so people definitely used it to their advantage and were like, I'm sure exaggerated um, a lot of that stuff that he was saying right. and doing. Well, what is it that you don't like? Because this isn't the first time where you've mentioned, you know, not having a, the most po- pleasurable disposition towards Israel, to put it lightly. Yeah, I just think very hypocritical about like, Constantly saying people like are playing with their friends and like this friend group needs to be watched out for while like exclusively playing with his friends. Like he's been with Valencia and Waverly and um, all these people that he's friends with and close with outside of games and like only plays with those people while being the one saying like, oh, you need to watch out for this friend group. And I just find it very hypocritical what he does in these all-star games. And like, I've just, the way he, he's just very passive aggressive and like, if somebody makes a move that's like not in his benefit, they're, you know, enabling somebody else. They can't think for themselves, blah, blah, blah. But if 
somebody like makes a move that's probably not in their best interest but helps him out it's like it's just i think he's very hypocritical and like very demeaning towards people if they're not working with him like like the rounds where uh, uh i played the idol he was like calling frida like my pet and a lap dog and she can't think for herself she's such like a goat following me to the end it's just like just constantly belittling people that aren't doing things that he wants and i think that's a common sentiment people have um had with him in not only in this game um that i've talked to since being out um some of the people but also just um just in general with all-star games and how he plays and so um, okay, not I, did, a personality okay I just want to that, talk about it i just not a personality that i was ever going to want to work with um especially somebody that i was never on a tribe pre-merge with um, right yeah i wasn't saying you guys were going to be at like close allies or anything because it didn't really make sense from like you said you were on different tribes from the entire pre-merge just about yeah it started out like before pre-tribes people were saying that he was like including me in like these r alleged rustic pre-games and like telling people to watch out for these certain friend groups like before we were even on tribes and so okay. it was like and it was an initial bad like i came in probably not like having him high as people i wanted to work with but like being like if i have to i like have to i'm not gonna just like completely not work with them but then like day one i'm hearing this stuff and then complaining in that one posting challenge and never being on a tribe it was just the perfect storm of and it got to the point we just didn't talk and like right. i would rather not talk to somebody than like have these fake uh filler conversations when we're never gonna work with each other never gonna uh, vote for each other if they make the end and just like never going to trust each other like I'm not going to be fake and just have these small talks of somebody I don't even like small talking with so okay yeah I mean I definitely get that and again I just want to kind of get that out of the way because of how kind of like big of a storyline that was for a lot of the pre-merge and again for even some of the early merge yeah and like and part of it too is like it kept being billed as like Athena's side too which like me being the egomaniac I am think it's great but right um, I felt like I was probably the fourth of that alliance of Yasmin. Like Hestia has specifically said Matthew and Drew are her two favorite people in all of orgs. Um, I feel like I'm probably closer to Yasmin than uh, Hestia, but I just feel like those three were felt closer to me. And so like, I kind of felt like an outsider there just... Um, right. To, that's to some that's degree, the overdog but... trap that you fall into. It's when you, hmm. know, you have your very queer alliance that you know you're the the figurehead of but you know like the whole time they're not gonna uh, yeah exactly that's why i was like wanted to make the move and sessi and iris too because i was like people are perceiving this to be like me to be closer to, to them than i am but i also can't not work with these people right now and right. if i flip then people like are just gonna vote me out anyway yeah so you had to wait for the right time yeah it's a very not i mean it's a very fun way to play but just not necessarily one where you'll have a ton of success <laughs> exactly but so that, that brings me to the last topic that i want to cover and that is your overall arc in arcana so obviously you know you start off as bow kind of stuff <laughs> cassandra has a bit better of a showing even though all stars didn't really pan out mostly the factors out of your control for the most part and yeah. then arcana, arcana seven you know happens you, once again you get idle you get itemed out essentially and this is definitely the most that you've really gotten the opportunity to do in this series despite having played it as many times as you have hmm. so how do you feel like this this works as kind of the conclusion to your arc in the series i think this is fun because like i love arcana and i will like i just love the hosting team i love uh just everything about it but it's always been the series where I just like never really could put anything together. Some of it bad luck, some of it bad gameplay. And so like, yeah, I started off as Bo, which was my second org ever, third org ever. Something like uh, that, yeah. Yeah, like three months into me playing orgs and being a terrible player way back then. I actually didn't even apply to Arcana 2, but somebody dropped as Bo and I like joined like halfway through the day after check-ins had begun. And so, like, I joined that game, complete flop, though I did have, like, one moment where I put the entire tribe but the two boot options in a chat, which was kind of... <laughs> that was pretty great. great. Then, yeah, Arcana 3, I applied to that. I'm getting a little bit better at orgs at this point. I, like, kind of played similar to Athena here, but without actively trying to. I was just this huge high-vis threat. I get idled out there, but I got, like, third on the popularity poll so like at least character wise and like impact 
that game had um i left my mark on that game all stars one happens and it's just it's more of like that rubbed me the wrong way with all-star games it was my first all-star game i just also come off winning my first org in warriors 12 so like two months before arcana all-stars so i kind of had this um a little bit of a a, yeah a bit of a target just because of like how i won warriors 2 in this like dominating way and so that game just it was it that arc was pretty fun for me because i got voted out for basically like being close to like somebody on the um on my tribe and people being wary of that then i come and win like six straight redemption island duels only to lose the last one to get back in the game so that was like a fun mini arc of itself of just like kind of having fun dominating challenges season seven happens and I was in the middle of good and evil um, as well in that game, which I was doing well in. So I wasn't as invested as Athena as I could have been. Um, and I get, it's still like, it's funny, like just something about Arcana and items. It takes two voting items to take me out at the merge again. And so it's like, okay, I'm coming into Arcana eight here. Finally want to do well in this series. Like I love, all three of the hosts here i want to make them proud i want to make myself proud and actually do well in arcana and i feel like it's it's kind of a fitting arc in a lot of ways like once again the third uh third time (laughs) taking um items to get me out here is just a really funny arc the fact that yeah despite making it past the first round of the merge i still could not improve my um placement here getting (laughs) tying um 11th it's just there's a lot of funny arcs to it but I feel like it was a success, not only actually playing well from a strategic and gameplay side, but just, um, yeah, getting to make my impact here. I wanted to have fun and be kind of go back to where I was in Arcana 3 of being a big character and um, playing high vis and not necessarily maximizing my chance to win like I've done in my last few games of trying to be a little more under the radar in social and just just having fun here and, and going out on a big note, especially if this is my last time playing this series, I was wanted to succeed in both a gameplay and um, impact and character standpoint. And I feel like I checked all three of those boxes. So. Oh, for sure. You, you left your impact to say the very least. And definitely <laughs> it's been great to watch you play. It's been sick as a matter of fact. Yeah. I'm, I felt like for once, um, despite being kind of the one controlling. And I think part of it was just who I was aligned with was kind of a very rootable group of Matthew, Vikey, Drew, um, uh, Ainsley, uh, even Shy. And when um, I was aligned with Artemis early on, like that's a very heroic group that the BL normally likes. So um, this is, I felt like I was somewhat rootable in this game, um, despite being, you know, been always fun to watch. Um, I tried to make it at least in a fun way despite the gameplay maybe not being the most exciting of it being a semi-pagonging but at least i waited till the last minute to flip people's votes to give a little bit of drama (laughs) it definitely you made things interesting which we can always appreciate yeah and yeah it's just a very very great conclusion i think to if this is my end of my arcana career which you never know i don't know how many more seasons there's going to be if any but um oh i have no idea myself i you know i'm just here to to have fun Honestly. Yeah, I just I felt like I came in with a mindset and and got it accomplished, and then just yeah, I love um, multi-season character arcs and how they come across. So to go out this way, which uh, with like I was joking about it like a lot too about like oh I'm gonna it's gonna take items to get me out, <laughs> and just to have that happen and have right, it be yeah, like right. I tied for my best placement. It's just like it was a storybook, the full arc to be wrapped up when it did especially because it's like i didn't get to the point where i would have been disappointed um if i got to like final seven and beyond playing this very um strong game uh i would have got to like you know taste it and then been disappointed i felt like it was a good note to go out on and i'm very happy with how this game went awesome yeah i mean definitely again awesome that you played definitely love to watch you and yeah i mean i think i've asked basically everything i want to get to Uh, anything you want to add real quick before we finish up um no i was i'll just say um don't think we talked about it necessarily but the people i'm rooting for just because i want it on record because i love mm-hmm. them as people i'm rooting for number one because she was the person that I was not only most surprised by um not that i mean Vicky and i have gotten along in games but there's been some uh 
a slight history in terms of our relationship where we've never really worked together. So to have that be like my, probably my closest ally by the end of the game was very surprising and something I've, I very much enjoyed. Frida is absolutely become, I never really talked to Ainsley very much. Um, I played with uh, Frida in experimental, but we never worked together. So she was just an absolute joy here and made this game so much more enjoyable. Same with Artemis. Um, I'm not rooting for her, but she made this game so much more enjoyable for me. And then Yasmin as well as, I mean, Hestia and Iris to some degree too, but um, I just really am rooting for Thea, Frida, and Yasmin, at least one of them to make it to the end because they made this experience a million times better than it would have been without them. So that's, I want to give them a shout out because they made this experience a lot uh, better for me. All right. Well, Nito, again, and I'm sure they're going to appreciate it whenever they get the chance to listen. I mean, but. those three will probably 0% chance either of them, any of them <laughs> listen to this, but well, I'll, I'll be able to, know. I'll be able to tell them that uh, I gave them a shout out. <laughs> and you'll have your, your, your moment in your in Ponderosa as well, where you can yeah. talk about them. So. I guess, yeah, it's going to be a shame not doing a voice call of Frida, because I doubt that she's going to agree. But oh, she, we'll she so maybe she won't, won't have to. Maybe she'll make the end. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's that. See, that's what we got to root for now, is so that you can all the exit interviews. <laughs> exactly. But And what's Italia answers, whenever that is. But, because she still keeps ghosting me. It's ridiculous uh, at this point. Yeah, Natalia was the, the smart one that wanted me out uh, pre-merge. So. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> But all right, I think that's a good time to finish this up. We're like way over time, but I think we got a lot of good content in. So I'm happy with it. Yeah, feel free to cut out whatever you need to. <laughs> Probably nothing. I'm going to be honest. Uh, but yeah, I guess with that, we're going to wrap it up. So thanks so much again for coming on and for doing this. And thank you everybody who listened. So talk to you in the next one. Uh, see you then. Goodbye. <laughs>